are live. Welcome, everybody, to I don't know what episode number this is, 24. I think we're out of order. But this is the Crypto Mining Tools podcast where, uh, and actually, Sakib, you you said it great before we started going live. You said, we talk about the real good stuff, the the technical stuff that really just uh, speaks to the everyday miner, right? Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we're here with our co-host, Ethan Zerka. Hey everybody, Hi. and we've got Sakib. <laughs> yeah, so for uh, for everybody that doesn't know, uh, Sakib is actually a part of our team now. Uh, he, he'll tell you a little bit more about his story uh, and his background. But today we're going to be talking about GPU and uh, some other stuff. We welcome your comments uh, for everybody that's viewing today, and uh, yeah, we're just going to have a great time talking about GPU. Awesome, right? Yeah, Sakib, uh, I get to I get the pleasure of working with you every single day, it, almost every day, and and even on like the weekends when we miss like one day, it feels like forever. Um, so I'm really excited to have you on the show and and you know to hear your story. You know, tell us how how did you get into crypto? How did this all start for you? Well, first of all, guys, I really want to thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to come out here and 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 kind of you know talk about my story. And, uh, you know, to talk about GPUs, because I know that's a topic that we really haven't covered that much on crypto mining tools. And yep. I really want to talk to all the GPU miners out there on this on this episode. <laughs> so my story, uh, it's a very interesting story because, um, uh, you know, I, I actually got in uh, to VTC around in 2017 when it was around fifteen hundred dollars. And my friend, wow, uh, this friend that I had, he actually started mining Dash in 2016. So what he did is he went and bought these Baikals, these little Baikal minis. He bought about 30 of them. And he was one of the first people to get them. Uh, and he started mining Dash with them. And he was mining one Dash per day, you know, with, with these. Uh, wow. With these yeah. So can you explain to um, everybody out there what a Baikal mini is in case they don't know? Yeah, so a Baikal mini is, a, is an ASIC miner. It's a version of an ASIC miner with an algorithm that is uh, is geared towards uh, you know mining uh, dash x11. That's the name of the algorithm. Okay. So uh, and it's it's very small. It's not like your uh, you know average s9 or s17. It's tiny. Uh, you know, it would be about this small. And um, you know, it has the Raspberry Pi chip on it. And okay. It, it is able to mine you know x11. At one point, uh, you know, as I said, 30 of these were mining one dash a day. He accumulated 700 dash. Held it through and through still has it, you know, to this day. And he's a strong believer in Dash. Um, and, you know, I believe, uh, you know, he he really got me into it. And the thing about him is um, he, he didn't know the technical part of it. So he bought these miners and then, you know, he kind of knew that I was into GPUs and I was into overclocking and I was into all these, you know, computers and technical things. And... The real interesting part of my story is, you know, when he first told me about it and I realized that I could, you know, all my life, you know, I used to I used to I used to be a gamer, a PC gamer. Right. Mm-hmm. And like like most uh, most uh, people that, you know, have GPUs, they, they're PC gamers. And and I, uh, you know, I couldn't always get the latest and greatest cards. So what I would have to do is, you know, I would get the mid tier one, maybe an ATI or, or you know, uh, an NVIDIA. And I would overclock it and I would mm-hmm. you know, modify the BIOS and I would overclock it and try to get, you know, better FPS in my games. And I would just it was just amazing to me. I had to pinch myself for months on end, you know, to realize that uh, I could use that, you know, towards 
mining uh, an actual value, you know, something of actual value. And it was it was just a dream for me. It was, uh, you know, once I got into it and uh, my story basically begins where, you know, me and my friend after uh, he had the success with Dash, uh, he basically um, asked me to build some rigs. And so we just, you know, we went out uh, to the stores and got some uh, GPUs. We got, you know, five at the point at that time, we got uh, RX 570s. These are AMD RX 570s sure. and uh, mostly the 8GB versions because they have, uh, you know, the DAG file uh, download um, limit is higher. So you can, uh, you know, mine Ethereum for longer, basically. At that point, that was the uh, idea. But yeah, we got about 30, uh, 30, 30, 40 of these cards. And uh, wow. You know, <laughs> you went all in. <laughs> yeah. So and, and you know it was it was crazy because the reason why we did it and and when I got into it, you know I uh, he my friend he wanted to create a source of regular income and mm -hmm. you know he he already had some you know uh, some BTC some Dash saved up and you know so he wanted to get some regular income from crypto as well and the best way to do that at that time was to have a rig because each card. Uh, was making, you know, five, six dollars a day, you know, even on nice hash. And and that's what, you know, all of the miners back in 2017, they started with was just mm -hmm. nice hash. You would just put a BTC address in there and you'd have your rig and just, you know, press start and it would go. Uh, and, and, you know, I had I had a lot of lessons that I learned from uh, from nice hash. I moved on from that pretty fast. Uh, sure. But, you know, I ended up getting hacked. <laughs> and everything. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't lose that much, luckily, but, you know, I learned my lesson and I, I learned about 2FA security and how important that is uh, mm -hmm. for everything. And so, you know, my journey began from there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to say that, uh, um, you know, that each of the rigs that we built, you know, have have ROI, you know, over 10 times. And, wow. And this is, because we were in, in the game at, at the right time and in, in the right place sure. at the right time, you know, and that's another thing. But at the, at the end of it, you know, when I first started, it was like, you could just mine anything and make money. You know, it was, it was just, you were, you were making profit no matter what. But and, uh, and when, when you're talking about profit, like you're talking about selling that for Bitcoin or selling yeah, that for, for dollars. BTC. Yeah. For BTC, basically. Yeah. Selling that for BTC. Um, you know, I've had, uh, a lot of BTC that basically has has been transacted through you know altcoins, um, and and I think there was you know all of 2017 was a really amazing altcoin rally. It was it was never seen oh, before, yeah. especially the ICOs. You know, the ICOs came in later, but I think the GPU mine coins and then the staking coins and the master node coins those those were around for a long time, and you know it was really interesting to get an experience uh, with all of those. So, so now, um, I think you were saying earlier before we went live, you're running some ASICs now, uh, and, yeah, and yeah. Um, most of your GPUs. What's I still? Um, I have a mix. Um, I still have uh, some Baikal's running, um, and these are wow. these are mining uh, onion, deep onion, um, and it's, and this is something that bear markets. The bear market was amazing for me because it really gave me the time to kind of get my feelers out and explore. Uh, the crypto community and learn about different things like you know outside of mining like trading and uh you know uh, and 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 staking master nodes these things um but but then it also taught me about um about different things in in mining and 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 what to mine is actually just as important as you know uh as what you know what you have so you know i know with asics it's it's pretty straightforward most of us you know we just mine btc 
Um, but with GPUs, you actually have a, a choice uh, and it's really important because there's a speculation game uh, to it as well. Um, and I know that there's been some crypto people that I follow like not so fast on Twitter. And he's been really, really amazing, uh, an amazing miner that I've been following uh, throughout the years. Yeah, not so fast. Uh, and then um, who, who else would you say that you used as a resource to, to learn uh, back well, uh, when you're getting Vault started? Coin, uh, has always been, uh, you know, um, yeah. a, a really great source for me. And Drew, uh, Drew Voss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've also had, uh, at one point it was Buried One. He was the one that was coming out with all of these um, uh, BIOS mods and things. I don't really see him that active anymore, but uh, it was really interesting, the types of uh, BIOS mods that we were doing to each of these GPUs and getting 15, 20, 25%. Hi. <laughs> so you mentioned um, master nodes and staking coins or stake yeah. coins. Can you explain in more detail what that is or what that means to people sure. who don't understand? Sure. So um, obviously there's, uh, you know, proof of work is what you're doing when you're um, expending electricity to mine Bitcoin or altcoins. Uh, when it's, uh, and then you have another technology, which is proof of stake and proof of, with proof of stake and what, which is what Ethereum is actually moving to, uh, you know, pretty soon. And mm -hmm. proof of stake is where you're actually holding a certain amount of coins in a wallet on your computer. And for holding it for a certain amount of time, it gains a stake weight. And that stake weight multiplied, uh, and there, it, there's a certain randomness to it, but um, basically what it comes out to over a certain period of time, everyone, uh, you know, the people that have more coins held for longer periods of time that are staked for longer periods of time, uh, you know, are able to get more stakes. And that is uh, more basically, a, an, 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 you can call it an interest, you can call it um, uh, you know, a profit on your, uh, and every coin is different as, 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 as far as the reward, uh, the staking reward goes, but, uh, yeah, that's pre pretty much what staking is. That sounds very confusing. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's really easy. I mean, uh, you know, you just have a wallet and you hold, instead of, you know, mining coins, you buy them from the market and then you just, uh, hold them in your wallet. And while you're holding them, they're staking. And you can actually see the so, uh, like gaining an interest. Yes, it's like gaining an interest, and it's all in their white paper as far as you know what percentage you will get uh, during which block number. So whenever you know it's between this block and this block, this is the stake reward. And so uh, you know, and and the frequency of the stakes changes as far as you know the number of coins you have multiplied how by how long you've been holding them. So I'm I'm assuming the longer you hold these coins, the more valuable they become. No, it's not that they're more valuable. It's <laughs> that's it's, that's it's, what you want, but yeah. No, I so I I got into uh, the the master note thing a little bit. Somebody was raving about it and said it was right, like awesome. Right. Right. But um, yeah, these coins, you know, <laughs> and the projects behind them sometimes aren't uh, really that great. And oh yeah, trust me, I've had uh, you know, I've held. Uh, I've held coins uh, such as, uh, you know, Embercoin uh, is one of them that, uh, you know, I, I started out with like a, it was $300, went up to $30,000, not even joking. Okay. <laughs> um, that $300 investment went up to 30,000. I was one of the first people, you know, to stake and I staked a large amount. And so I became, you know, one of the top holders um, of that coin. And, and you uh, still are? 
yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the thing about it. Is that, you know, I had so many of these. I had so many of these that you know I didn't I didn't even get time to <laughs> cash out on all of them. But you know, um, the the really interesting thing, and that's another thing that I want to talk about, is that I've held on to some of these projects because they have morphed, and and the the thing that has morphed them is the community. And two of these projects that I've actually worked for in the and you know still do in 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 in, in you know on a side uh, on a side uh, fashion. Uh, basically, I'm a writer uh, for Athenium Chain, and Athenium Chain came out of Embercoin. Athenium Chain is um, the first blockchain that is um, connecting education uh, to the blockchain. So they are connecting with universities and schools, uh, and they're trying to get their degrees on the blockchain. Uh, and that's just, and then they have their corporate training platform as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, you know, that happened because the community voted on it after, you know, the uh, the creator of the coin basically, you know, just uh, took off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got my and, 30,000, I'm gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, so another project is Unigrid and they're another, their donation platform on the blockchain that came off another, uh, you know, scam project, which was uh, a whole, um, it was a uh, hold coin. Yeah, it was hold. But, um, you know, I, it was really interesting because I got to uh, experience all of this and uh, be a part of the journey. And I'm still a, a part of the journey. And it's really interesting to see where these end up, you know. What advice, because um, it sounds to me like you've gotten in, in involved in a lot of like, uh, I guess, I, I don't want to say failed, but projects that didn't go as expected. We'll, we'll, we'll right. leave it at that. Uh, what advice would you give somebody brand new into this who, you know, let's say they've only got a budget of a, a few hundred dollars US. They see, you know, GPU is kind of, it has the most dynamics and the most flexibility. What advice would you give to them uh, to right. get in that way? Well, uh, if you basically, if you want to be safe, I would say just, you know, buy Bitcoin and just hold it uh, in, a, in a hardware wallet. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's, that's the safest thing to do, uh, you know, in this, in this industry. But if you want to be risky, then, you know, and, and, and if you're technical and if you want to go into GPUs, um, you know, there's many coins out there. I mean, th- those are two of the coins that I mentioned that, uh, you know, they failed, but they still today, you know, they have value because of, uh, you know, the community. And, uh, and there's, you know, hundreds of examples like this, you know, of, uh, you know, I'm still, uh, we're still mining coins like Ubic, you know, that, that are, that are uh, smart contract uh, platforms and, and, um, you know, that have real world uh, use cases, they have customers, you know, so it's really interesting. Um, another one is BitTube. Um, you know, uh, that, that is, uh, something that, you know, uh, another thing. That what I'm is, what is that? you? Bit you? <laughs> no, it's bit, bit tube. Um, oh, tube. bit tube, tube. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said bit you. I was like, ah. Decentralized video uh, platform. Basically. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, so after, uh, we just want to talk about our sponsor here, but, uh, and then I want to ask you a little bit about some of the software you're using to control your rigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like how you get in and how you can tune and modify the the performance. But yeah, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, Nova block. Nova block has been in the pool um, scene for about six months now. And in that short time, I I believe Scott, please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, we got to notice that they are in in the top five or the top 10 in us or worldwide. I think it was worldwide that they showed us the stuff. I'd have to look that up, or somebody can correct us. But yeah, they've been moving up. Yeah, they they definitely have been moving up. They you know very 
up and coming. They believe that, you know, as the mining is shifting away from China, especially now, given the difficulties that's going on in China, and moves towards North America, they want to be a leader in the industry. And the way they want to do this is by giving their customers greater transparency and also, you know, a greater education on, you know, what is going on in the pool and, and how their machines are actually mining in the pool. Um, so Scott's going to tell you guys how to get a great deal from them. I use them. I think they're wonderful. Now, Scott's going to go and, and show you guys how to get a good deal. All right. So if you don't have an account, uh, you can actually go on the right-hand side of their website and sign up. You can use an invitation code, OFFORD18, and that will give you a permanent reduction in your pool fees down to 1.8%. Uh, and like we always like to say, if you do have a large amount of hash rate that you'd like to try with, uh, you can get that uh, pool fee a little bit lower. Uh, but definitely try out NovaBlock, NovaBlock.com, and uh, give them a look. Right. Thanks. Okay, Saqib. So uh, tell us, you know, like you're talking about you can still utilize even older generation hardware, hardware that I wouldn't even imagine would be useful in mining. Um, by putting in, you know, custom tuning and, and firmwares and updates. So tell us about that. Right. Uh, so basically, you know, when I first uh, started building these rigs, uh, it was a real trial and error process because not only was it just, uh, you know, creating the rigs uh, from off the shelf parts, um, you know, and getting these, uh, you know, game motherboards and uh, riser cards and everything that were to, to where I could have six cards you know, per GPU or eight cards, uh, sorry, six cards per rig or eight cards per rig. Um, and controlling them through Windows uh, was a challenge at first. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, you know, Windows is not actually uh, meant to even uh, have that many cards. So you have to have custom drivers and, and things like that. Um, but recently what's, uh, you know, and this is why I think the bear market was, was, was amazing. Um, there have been many solutions that have come out during this market um, that have targeted basically um, a remote uh, controlling of your rigs. Uh, okay. and, and, you know, if once you pair that with a, a remote hardware, um, you know, plug. So what I have is, um, you know, for my friend, I have the uh, uh, these power um, uh, plugs that are connected to the Internet and uh, they can be switched on and off. So one one issue that you have with uh, with with GPU rigs is sometimes they'll hang. And okay. that's something that you don't really have with ASICs, you know. Um, oh, ASICs, ASICs hang all the time. <laughs> well, 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 they, I mean, they hang, but they'll they'll reset themselves, you know. And and with P, with uh, PCs or uh, GPU rigs, you don't they don't reset themselves. Um, mm -hmm. And so you you'll have to the only way to really reset it is to manually turn off the power and turn it back on. And so the solution I found for that was, um, you know, to have these internet uh, plugs. Uh, where you can you know control them uh, via uh, the internet uh, and, and they're basically a switch um, mm -hmm. a remote on and off switch and the other thing that you can do with this is you can monitor your uh, power usage and um, you can set alarms so whenever the power usage goes uh, below a certain level it'll send you an alarm it'll send you a notification um, and the other thing that I've uh, really found that, you know, I'm not using Windows anymore for any of my rigs. Um, mm -hmm. I'm using, uh, you know, things like uh, there's custom, uh, like SMS is one of them, uh, simple mining operating system. And these are all built on Linux. Um, and what what uh, what they do is, you know, they will uh, allow you to, you know, uh, just have these, get a USB drive, uh, get a USB stick, and you can just uh, download this uh, 
this image on it and boot mm-hmm. your uh, boot your rig off of it and then you can just uh control it remotely and you can oh wow pretty yeah, you can even overclock under vault. So you don't side. even need like a hard drive or anything to install into. No, you just nothing. Use the... Yeah, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't have any, any hard drive on any, any of the rigs. What would happen though if you if you power cycle the machine? How would the machine know to boot? I mean, I guess you would have to go in the BIOS or the, the motherboard and yeah. tell it to always boot from the thumb drive? Yeah, exactly. Huh. So you would have that preset. Yeah. And there's another uh, setting that you need to do from the BIOS when you're uh, mining, uh, and you know you can uh, look into that. Uh, it's for it's for supporting more than four cards. Uh, whenever you have that, you have to enable uh, an option in your in the BIOS. Uh, what's uh, what's an alternative to simple mining, or or why um, did you choose that over something else? Well, uh, simple mining is you know it has been around for a while, um, so it's it's been over a year that I've been using it. There have been other options that have come out um, recently, but uh, I've been a little hesitant uh, to use them um, mm-hmm. because you know it's it's kind of like simple mining. Uh, even though they're they're free for you know your first two days, uh, you, they do charge you after that. You have to send a ah. dollar per month per rig or something. It's really cheap. But you know that's their that's their uh, business model, and you know it's I'm fine with that. You know they're giving me a service, and and uh, you know they they're well they they deserve it. But as far as the free services that have come out, uh, you know it's kind of like the uh, the dev fee that a lot of these these FF miners software uh, programs had yeah. before, where they could just be siphoning all of that uh, you know to their wallet, and you just you don't so kind of like a maybe like a bait and switch kind of thing, and you're worried about yeah. that. You know, better better the devil you know than the one you don't. <laughs> exactly. Kind of- yes, and Linux is definitely the best. I mean, uh, you know, it is much much better than uh than windows for any gpu operations now recently in in a uh podcast uh it was mentioned that um you know basically the whole mining system is is based off of this old code called cg miner and just variants of it uh and and now there is a a new version if you will uh, you know a much more improved version what are your thoughts about that and do you think that is going to impact um, GPU mining? Because I know CG miners used in G- yeah. GPU mining as well. Well, what I've noticed is that um, my, you know, and, and this is why I'm still able to, you know, mine with older hardware, you know, even 1060s are, are still profitable um, because of, uh, you know, a lot of, the, you know, given your electricity cost is low mm-hmm. enough um, because of, you uh, uh, because of these improvements in in these algor- in these softwares, they are I, I would say fifteen to twenty percent better off the bat, uh, you know, than they were, uh, you know, a year year or two ago when they first came out. So wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, and in the temperature is controlled better. You know, the uh, their uh, their fan profiles are also um, custom tuned better so that you have less overheating problems and, and issues like that. That's pretty amazing. So, um, what can be done with these cards? I mean, uh, it's is it just the uh, you know the operating system that allows you to tune these, or can you actually go into the cards themselves and um, you know make some software changes to make them better? So that's that's the other thing that uh, that that I've done on all of the cards is I have a custom BIOS um, ROM on them, and what the custom BIOS does is um, you know it it makes it basically makes it a, a mining card. And mm-hmm. what that does is it it, it kind of um, takes away from the 3D uh, uses that it needs, and it puts power more towards you know that algorithm and that 
and, huh. and increasing the hash rate towards that. Um, and so what happens is you can actually run it. So if your if your graphics card uh, core clock is let, let's say it's like fourteen hundred or thirteen hundred megahertz is the mm -hmm. core clock, you can actually run it at eleven fifty and still get you know and get and get better hash rate than you would at thirteen fourteen hundred. Uh, and, and you're able to increase your memory voltage uh, a lot more as well with the custom uh, BIOS. Because what it's doing is it's it's tuning the core specifically to run just hash algorithm exactly. versus doing a general purpose task. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, when I'm, let's say, you know, when I want to use a card for gaming, I'll just, you know, flash it, flash it back to a, a stock BIOS. And I'll just, uh, you know, game with that. So how, how do you even, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I've been working with computers more than half my life and I've never, ever flashed a custom BIOS into a video graphics card. So how, how would you even do that? How, how, how is that even done? Like, well, I know how to do it for a computer, but I, I would have no idea how to access into uh, a card's well, BIOS. You know, you know, the interesting thing was uh, when I was flashing uh, six BIOSes, <laughs> You know, and uh, on 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 one rig, um, and you had to do them. Um, so so what happens is uh, you're only able to do like two at one uh, two uh, yeah two at one time. And there's mm -hmm. uh, different softwares for AMD and NVIDIA um, that uh, that are able to uh, you know uh, load your BIOS. So what you would obviously do is you would definitely save the current BIOS of your graphics mm -hmm. card. And uh, you know, in case there's a, an issue, you, so that you could flash that one sure, back. Sure, sure. Using a you know using a secondary graphics card as your primary. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty easy uh, if you have the right BIOS version. And if you have the wrong BIOS version, uh, usually it you know the software just tells you that it's not the right, it's not compatible for okay. that uh, for that GPU. So where do you find these BIOS images? I mean, you you must be able to source them from somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's uh, there's there's several websites that you can uh, that you can actually source these uh, BIOS websites. Um, uh, hold on. So if you like, for example, if you search um, RX 580 BIOS, and I oh, okay, you just just put in the the card model yeah, number but, but and, not, not, and BIOS. Not every so Tech Power Up, Tech Power Up is, is a website that I would recommend. They are reliable and they have, you know, uh, the stock. Okay. Um, um, they have the stock BIOSes. But as far as you know, the uh, the modified BIOS, you'll have to you'll have to look around for that. And uh, there's uh, things on YouTube. Um, you know, as I said, uh, look into uh, you know some of the uh, buried one videos. He has uh, a lot of helpful things. Yeah. So basically, the loaders that load in the custom BIOS, they're, they kind of come together as a package deal. You get the custom BIOS and the loader, and the loader knows how to yes. talk with so, the card and load. Okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it, there, there are some, uh, you know, the thing that I found, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fail-safe because uh, a graphics card, um, usually these 580s, 570s, and a lot of these um, high-end graphics cards, they have a BIOS switch. So you're able to, you know, um, flash uh, one BIOS, and then if that fails, you know, you can just move on to the uh, BIOS two, switch back, switch, switch sure. back to that, and then you know, you just, uh, you know, reload, flash your old BIOS back. Yeah, sure. Motherboards uh, have, have that feature yeah, as well. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I just so, never knew you could do it to graphics cards. <laughs> I've never, it, I've never had a need to do it. So I mean, I yeah, I've never had a need really, to do it. You know, it's really interesting that, as I said, uh, a lot of, um, you know, I remember in 2017, gamers weren't able to get GPUs because of the, the miners you know, were buying them all yeah, up. 
<laughs> exactly. And and it was it was it was an amazing opportunity to be a part of that. I don't you know, I'm not sure if we'll uh, if you know, it, 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 I'm pretty sure once we have an alt season, it'll happen again. But, uh, you know, it was very, very amazing to be a part of that. And I look forward to another altcoin run soon. Yeah. So, uh, Sakib. It, just tell us a little bit more about your journey as well, because I, I know um, you used to live in the United States, uh, yeah. but now you're uh, elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so basically, you know, uh, once I left U.S., I, I uh, you know, I was in uh, I was working on some projects in, in Malaysia and, uh, you know, I worked on a, a 500, 500 million dollar uh, jetty project. It was a five kilometer uh, jetty. It was the world's largest jetty. And I was the uh, deputy project manager for the for that for that uh, project. What's a um, what's a jetty? A jetty is uh, they were uh, shipping iron ore from Brazil mm -hmm. to China. Uh, it's Valet Minerals, which is the world's largest iron ore company. And they needed a stopping point uh, because, you know, obviously they can't make the journey in one shot um, with, you know, a, a big load they need a, a storage facility so uh, we created a jetty which uh you know these big ships they can't really come out uh so close into the uh you know into the uh to the harbor because of the water level so we have to create a, a jetty which is five kilometers it's like uh mm -hmm. you know um it's like uh um it's like a big loading dock right, or right, right? Like yeah a big loading dock and uh you have a, a conveyor belt a conveyor belt and everything on it um and and yeah, I mean, uh, we we built that in in three years in record time. The company that I worked with actually made the uh, uh, the uh, the stadium for the for the football World Cup, uh, you know, before I started uh, mm -hmm. before I started with them. So so you know, after that, um, you know, I, I, I it was really interesting for me to get into uh, into crypto. And um, as I said, you know, I've been I've been through a lot of things and, and I've, I'm still holding on to a lot of the projects that I, I was with originally. But uh, as far as crypto mining tools, and, and I kind of wanted to uh, give a shout out to Scott and, and Ethan for really transforming my life, um, you know, <laughs> by getting me involved here, because it, it has always been, you know, I've, I've always kind of had the lookout for opportunities in crypto. Uh, and, I you know, I applied for uh, different things, but I never really found the right fit. Um, but, uh, you know, after meeting Scott and Ethan, I think uh, it's really transformed my, uh, you know, my, my crypto journey and took, taken me to the next level where I can be a part of uh, mining long term. And that's really what I want to do. And we're, we're paying you to say this. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Well, technically, I mean, you know. <laughs> technically. No, no, he doesn't get paid for the podcast. He gets <laughs> yeah, paid for yeah. other things he, he helps out with, True. but he doesn't get yeah. paid for the podcast. Tell us a, a bit about that. What what do you think of uh, crypto mining tools and and the changes that you've been a part of uh, to to making that? Well, well you know, uh, and and this is this is really interesting. Um, when I started out uh, in, in in Malaysia, the, the project that I was talking about, you know, I was just a, an accountant, uh, and I never studied accounts before. I was an engineer. They started me off as an accountant, but you know, I became a deputy project manager. Um, and, and 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 over here, you know, with you guys. When I first started off, you know, I was just doing, you know, tiny Excel things and and things like that. But uh, slowly, I started realizing, you know, the opportunity and 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 that, you know, where you guys were really taking this, and and that started out with the uh, with your website, you know, cryptomining.tools, uh, and and the options that you had for you know miners like me, 
uh, you had um, you had the calculator app, you have the comparison app, and it's not really laid out like before. We're, I I used I used to I used the websites that I used to go to before don't really have this you know this level of detail. Even I haven't even found a website that takes into account you know the Bitcoin uh, block halving. Yeah, uh, that's still and, nobody's nobody's got that but us. And and that's kind of really crazy because you can't understand your profitability yeah, without yeah. knowing that information. There's no way. And, so basic things like that, and and when I and the the thing that I'm a part of now, which is which is what we're creating, which is the directory, and this is the directory for uh, you know mining uh, farms worldwide. This is something that has never been created before. I, I haven't seen it, you know, in the mining industry, and I'm really you know it's it's amazing that Scott and Ethan uh, did this for the community, uh, and I really hope that everyone uses it. To its maximum potential, because you know that's we are doing this to create value for the community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and there absolutely. you are. Oh, and there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you visit the website and stay around long enough, uh, the key will pop up and yeah. start asking you some right. questions. Yeah. That's speaking right. of, uh, you know, being able to talk to Sakib, Sakib, can you let our audience know or everybody out there know what is the best way to reach out and, and talk to you? Well, uh, you can, um, you know, send me uh, a message here on our website at uh, cryptomining.tools. That, that's, you know, an easy way to get to me. Or you can, uh, you know, reach my Twitter at, at SAQIBXP, S-A-Q-I-B-X-P. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, I'm always available on cryptomining.tools. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I learned so much from you. And uh it, it's going to be hard to continue working with you now without me asking you more questions because I still have more questions. <laughs> and, and this is kind of what, you know, I wanted to get the conversation started about GPUs because, uh, you know, it's it's really, I know ASICs are amazing and they are, you know, for uh, probably the brunt of our customers. But I think the GPUs are something that we really should uh, look into as well and start talking about at least, you know, on the show. And we can start, you know, from there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, it looks great. <laughs> the directory, <laughs> the, the directory does look every time I look at that, it just makes me smile. Yeah. It does. It's it's come along. So yeah, uh, right now we have Shannon um Squires working on partnerships with different hosting companies. Mm -hmm. And uh we got Sakib working with the development team as uh, along with you, Ethan. Yes. And uh, we're really just now adding some more features and making this a little bit more robust. And then we're going to go back and fill out some more features on the, the calculator Absolutely. and on yeah. the, the shopping uh, brokerage. Absolutely. And enhances are, are in the works daily. Um, you know, we're evaluating potential enhancements and especially on the back end, giving and empowering users and their ability to utilize the technology to make it easy for them and powerful for them. Um, and these things are being done constantly. So don't be afraid to, you know, come back and, and, and check in on us because you, sh you should always be seeing something different, at least every week. Every right. week you should see something or be able to notice something different. Yep. We are basically looking to revamp, uh, you know, the site and make it even better uh, than it is, at, you know, for, for, the, uh, for, for the perspective buyer. Yeah. As yeah. Sakib and I say, Kaizen, which is a Kaizen, Japanese probably. word for continual improvement. Yes. Kaizen. 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 Right. <laughs> um, 
All right, so Sakib, uh, any last words of, of wisdom or maybe a, a funny joke? Or yeah, we're not going to talk about poop or farting. No pooping or farting on our <laughs> podcast, like but we do talk about bad gas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> bad gas, <laughs> right? Yeah. I just, uh, I just want to, you know, tell everyone to uh, be safe, uh, be safe during this time. You know, be with, uh, you know, take care of your family and stay, you know, stay indoors and, uh, you know, stay. Um, stay at home, uh, stay home, stay safe. And, uh, you know, we want to uh, survive this time so that we can thrive uh, in the time that is coming. So, you know, I just want everyone to uh, stay safe and their families to stay safe. All right. Good well, words. Sakib, right. thanks for your time. I'm yeah. glad you can join Thank us you. and tell us a little bit more yeah. about GPU. Thanks, thanks a lot, Sakib. Appreciate it. Thank All you. All right. Guys. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.